listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard of the death of John the Baptist, he withdrew in a boat to a deserted place by himself. The crowds heard of this and followed him on foot from their towns. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, and he cured their sick. When it was evening, the disciples approached him and said, This is a deserted place, and it is already late. Dismiss the crowds so that they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Jesus said to them, There is no need for them to go away. Give them some food yourselves. But they said to him, Five loaves and two fish are all we have here. Then he said, Bring them here to me. And he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish, And looking up to heaven, he said the blessing, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples, who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied, and they picked up the fragments left over, twelve wicker baskets full. Those who ate were about five thousand men, not counting women and children. The Gospel of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, the greeting St. Francis would always begin his preaching with, may the Lord give you his peace. If you've been at um, some of the other masses over the weekends with me, I always begin my homily by saying something like, I just love these readings. So once again this weekend, these readings are really wonderful. And uh, if you don't mind me saying, they just feel so Franciscan, right? This whole thing about God providing St. Francis, in his poverty, just loved to to praise God for all the ways that he provides. Um, In the prophet Isaiah, we were told, you who have no money, come and eat. (laughs) That's the Franciscans, you know, it's like beautiful. And um, so there is a theme this weekend in the readings about God our Father's providential care how God wants to father us, how he wants to provide for our needs. In the prayer, our Father, we ask, Jesus teaches us to ask, give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread, um, that thing that we need. And I have a couple of really kind of wild and fun stories that kind of tie into the readings for you. Um, Just praying over what the Lord wanted me to share with you. Um, A couple of times I witnessed the the miracle, the multiplication of food. Um, A couple of years ago, some of our brothers made their vows, poverty, chastity, and obedience, giving their lives to the Lord. And after the mass, we had a party down at our main headquarters in the Bronx. And uh, the friars, we love to pray, we love to play, you know. So there was some music and entertainment, and there was a great meal. 
and just some of the family we're in and the friends and the friars and the homeless that we serve. It was just, it was just beautiful. And um, towards the end of the night, there was a bowl that had had um, candy and uh, most of the candy was gone. There was still a little bit of the candy there. And I get to the bowl the same time as this young woman who is a, a lay associate, works with the homeless with us, a, a dear friend of mine. We get to the candy bowl at the same time. And uh, we both are looking and there was uh, one couple of types of candy. There was one uh, type that was like um, one of my favorites. And I was like, oh, look, there's a little Snickers bar. That's my favorite. And she said, yeah, me too. That's my favorite. And But then we both noticed clearly there was only one left of that candy bar. The, the, the other candy that wasn't so good, there was more of that. And so the... It was this thing, you know, and so immediately I'm like, oh, you have it, you have it. And then there was this holy argument that broke out and she was like, no, 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 I want you to have it. And I was like, no, no, I insist you have it. And she says, no, you have it. And then we both looked down and there were two. And we both just like, whoa, you know, and we both just like had one and just like, oh my goodness, I just can't believe that just happened. And um, praying over that situation that night when I go to bed, I pray over my day. And, and um, it, just, it just reminded me like there was a moment of tremendous charity that was happening between the two of us. This kind of effort, we were both trying to like say, you know, let me deny myself and you have it. And it, there was some kind of beautiful moment of um, charity that it happened and in the midst of that charity I truly believe there was a, a real miracle with this uh, candy bar it, all of a sudden there were two there were only there was only one I tr trust me um, so so I think it's important for us to remember that in um, the the reality of when God wants to father us he wants to bless us he wants to provide for our needs First and foremost, that has to be understood in terms of charity. God is love. That's what it says in the Bible. Not that God is loving. It's like an attribute of his. No, no. God is love. A communion of love. The one God, three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In his nature, God is love. And um, Jesus revealed to us that what God is asking of us is to love right? They will know you are my followers by your love. What is the greatest commandment, Rabbi? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Beautiful, huh? Beautiful. Um, God wants to provide. Our Father wants to provide. Um, one more story. As I was coming up the aisle here, I noticed I was, um, I was smitten by the beauty of these flowers in front of the altar. The roses and, uh, I don't know, are those lilies? Beautiful, and God is such an artist, huh? This, this summer, the flowers have been so beautiful. And uh, let's remember, like the art tells you about the artist, right, you know? And uh, of course, when you see roses, you have to think about St. Therese, a little flower. St. Therese of Lisieux, right? The, one of the greatest saints ever. And um, some of you may have a devotion to her. In my family, you have a devotion to her. Well, um, when I was a novice, 
some of my classmates had such a devotion to St. Therese that I, we would accuse them, like, I think you worship St. Therese and, you know, you have a devotion to God. Like, it's like they love St. Therese so much. And, of course, St. Therese is known as for, she said that when I die and I go to heaven, I will let a shower of roses fall upon the earth. People pray novenas to her and they get a rose as a sign. And so many graces come through her intercession. And um, so I have a little bit of a mischievous side to me. I blame it on my great-grandfather who ran away to join the circus when he was a teenager. So my whole family, we're a bunch of goofballs. And so these brothers love St. Therese. Well, I love St. Therese. She's the patron saint of my family. Well, I'm reading this book, and in the letters, uh, her mother's writing to her aunt when she's a baby. And St. Therese's mother, who's also a saint, she said, this one's a little monkey. <laughs> so that's all I needed to see. So I, I, I told these brothers, she's not the little flower, she's the little monkey. And she's not going to give us roses from heaven, she's going to give us bananas. Well, the brothers were a little offended by that, which made me very happy. You know, and it, I was teasing them. And I said, we need to pray to the little monkey because in my community, all of our food is donated, which has just been a tremendous experience of God providing. And um, so I said, we need to pray to the little, the little monkey for these bananas. And, you know, the brothers were laughing. And about maybe 30 minutes later, we get a um, ring at the doorbell. And um, there was a guy coming to visit us who was thinking about joining. And we opened the door and he's had a crate full of bananas amazing just amazing he's like my sister said i needed to bring these i don't know do you guys like bananas we're like oh my goodness saint therese has a sense of humor you know and then um later that month we went on retreat there's a retreat house in new jersey on the edge of the the fatima shrine you ever been to the fatima shrine in new jersey there's a beautiful shrine to our lady fatima and there's a retreat house out in the woods private and we go there to do a retreat. And once again, we're kind of joking about St. Therese, the little monkey and everything. 30 seconds later, the maintenance man of the shrine came into the retreat house. He says, I heard you guys were gonna be here this week and we have all these bananas. <laughs> it's like, whoa, amazing, amazing. And uh, so then anyways, at the end of the novitiate, you do a, a retreat to make your vows, your first vows. and. Uh, when St. Therese made her vows in the Carmel, her father donated champagne to the convent. And so the brothers said, um, why don't we pray to St. Therese for Guinness Stout? That's our favorite beer, you know? And we'll do a double novena. So eight day, 18 days, so double novena, 18 days, we'll pray to St. Therese. You know, she would intercede. And anyways, I know this is a little silly. And uh, when we made our vows and the guests came, there, there was a guy that came uh, a friend of a friend and he brought 18 bottles of Guinness it's like I should have prayed more no Venus you know but uh, so truly I believe those truly are miracles and um, so I share those with you to, to encourage you I know it's a little bit silly um, but our father he, he loves us he knows the deepest desires of our hearts. He knows our needs. Pray for, for that. Lord, what, what, what is your need? 
what is what is the thing that you really need at this time maybe it's not a banana or a beer but that that daily bread that we need you know whatever's going on in your life right now whatever situations you're struggling with whatever crosses you're carrying whatever maybe you have fears right we're going through a really strange time right now in the in our world you know maybe you have concerns for finances or loved ones have gone astray or whatever it might be you know the lord wants to provide for that and i, I want to conclude by noting something very curious about the gospel when matthew mark and luke wrote the story of Jesus multiplying the loaves. They used the exact same words when they described the Last Supper. He took the bread. He broke the bread. He blessed the bread. He gave. It's the same verbs in this story and in the Last Supper when he gave us the Eucharist. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus comes to us under the appearance of bread in the Eucharist, Holy Communion. And when you go to Mass and when you receive Jesus truly present in the Eucharist, that is such a special moment. It's such a beautiful, intimate moment. I want to encourage us tonight, when you come forward for communion and you come forward with faith, you come forward with reverence, you receive the Lord, you go back to your pew, Take a moment to pray to him about whatever it is you so desperately need right now. Whatever grace, whatever situation, make a prayer of trust, a prayer of confidence, and uh, offer that to the Lord. And then after that, I want to challenge you to also pray, Lord, in what way can I be a blessing to others? In what way could I be an instrument that your fatherly care may come to another through me. And uh, I'm going to be praying for that as well as we receive him in the bread of life this evening, our daily bread. God will provide. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans mm-hmm.